is Nick Hornberg, and as my old professor of American popular music, Dr. Bruce Conforth, would say, have a great week, everybody, and go blue. Well, uh, good evening. It's about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley, and Jim Dwyer will probably be joining us momentarily. He might be having some problems uh, finding a parking space. I know there's a show tonight at the Michigan Theater that uh, will probably draw a pretty big crowd, so sometimes... (laughs) It's that unexpected uh, live event near our wonderful station that causes these problems. In any event, uh, probably one of the most monumental weeks of uh, Donald Trump's presidency. Fortunately for America, he's been out of the country for half of it. (laughs) Hopefully he stays away. Uh, Just an amazing number of... uh, Big stories, really, to consider. Uh, obviously, Mr. Trump is on an Asian uh, trip. Uh, Jim was ch- just joining me. I left the door open for him because when we came into the uh, studio, the uh, the door was locked. But anyway, we're all set to go. Well, you mentioned real quickly, just to jump in there, uh, Trump's out of the country at the moment. I heard a joke slash rumor that... Uh, the secret nature of this trip is to defect to Russia. Well, maybe and not come back to the country. Maybe Saudi Arabia <laughs> or Saudi Arabia, where there's been a major uh, the Lebanese prime minister coup, essentially. Well, there's been a coup there, but the prime minister of Lebanon, uh, Hariri, uh, paid a visit the other day, and he resigned his position as prime minister of. Uh, of Lebanon, while in Saudi Arabia, they often shelter uh, all sorts of notorious uh, people 
So, yeah, pay attention to what's been going on with Saudi Arabia. I think we can... And, of course, Kushner just left there. Yes, he just did. So, one prince to another. Warming up the seat, (laughs) so to speak, for Donald Trump. They've got a palace somewhere uh, under construction, under renovation. Well, isn't there a a negotiation pending for a Trump Tower in Riyadh? Probably. And that's... Probably why Trump is interested. Of course, over the week he advocated that they uh, initiate their IPO, which is a stock uh, expression about an opening offer, introductory introductory public offer. I think is the technical acronym for that. But uh, the Saudi Arabian oil conglomerate, which is probably one of the wealthiest, uh, most unknown. Uh, secretive uh, entities in the world is rumored to be listed on a public stock exchange in the near future. Remember, too, that Saudi Arabia is the only country in the world named for the family who own and operate it. And it is a family business, a big one. And And I think that's probably something Trump admires, too. I mean, he did admit last week that uh, I'm disappointed that I don't get to run the FBI that I don't get to have oversight into who gets investigated. Dude, that's a dictatorship. We have a constitution, yeah. which you're clearly not familiar with. No, he isn't. That divides those powers so that it's not concentrated in a chief executive's hands. Because that's fascism. Well, I mean, look at the way he was lashing out at our justice system. A joke. Uh, he called it a joke. Eventually, because he had to, he had to backtrack on that one after he was critiqued on his uh, his, his comments he, of course, put his uh, foot in his mouth yet again about the uh, the Bogue Birdall, Bergdahl situation just days after he was screaming about Gitmo and terrorism. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we've had another mass shooting here in the United States. No, how could that possibly happen? Yeah. Gee, uh, Willikers. Uh... Well, Trump promised to keep us safe. Uh, we've only had the... Two of the worst mass shootings in American history within the last uh, five weeks. And, uh, gee, uh, New York just had its worst terrorism attack, quote-unquote, since 9-11. Well, uh, Trump is quick to call the Texas church shooting uh, not a gun matter, but a mental illness matter. Yeah. Well, clearly, uh, yes, it is a mental illness matter. Uh, But it's also a gun matter. It's a gun matter. Because... How is this guy able to get these kind of guns with the dishonorable discharge, with a diagnosis of uh, violence towards his family? Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it is a gun issue. Well, and what we have here, to paraphrase Struther Martin, what we have here is a failure to communicate. Um, yeah, it turns out that, uh, by the way, late breaking news, that the Air Force... Uh, apparently did not report uh, the information regarding the suspect uh, to the authorities. Now, he was denied a conceal and carry permit. Um, And in theory, he wasn't supposed to be allowed to even purchase a gun due to the domestic violence issues. But let's just uh, charitably say everything has fallen through the cracks. I also want to condemn early statements by even the Texas investigators regarding uh, the notion that this was a situation where some, quote, good Samaritans and good people with guns intervened to save lives. (laughs) I mean, what? 
<laughs> Actually, that's not true. Well, they intervened and they pursued the right, guy. Right. The lives were already spattered all over the floor. Sure, because this guy literally kill, uh, fired a bullet at everyone in this congregation. Let's remember shooting that. down the rows. This is like the you know this is a little tiny Texas hamlet. Uh, these are very very poor people. This is not you know they get through life by the way uh, praying to Jesus. Uh, we won't go in that direction in terms of critique, but, uh, you know, it's kind of strange that uh, the people are looking at the, uh, well, they're with Jesus now. No, no worries. Uh, you know, this has turned into Trump shampoo, wash, rinse, and repeat. Mm. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the victims. It's too early to talk about gun, yeah. gun control. Uh, mental illness, it's an issue here. Yeah, yeah. Guns keep us free. So, yeah, we have early on Texas authorities making statements that, that uh, can't be confirmed on any factual basis. We simply don't know. We don't know if these, quote, good guys with guns uh, did anything uh, uh, of importance other than they might have fired some shots and uh, went on a high-speed chase. They have sort of confirmed that this guy did kill himself. Um, and more gory t details about him will emerge in the upcoming days. You know, there was just an interesting story last week. I just want to show why you don't want to jump to conclusions about things. Uh, two women were rescued at sea with their dogs. Apparently they claimed they'd been out there for five months. Uh, that their engine failed on a trip from Hawaii to Tahiti. And now their story's beginning to unravel. And rather than go into the specific details about this, apparently many of their claims seem to be false or made up. Uh, tiger sharks are involved. The weather in Honolulu on the day in question is involved, etc., etc., the end of the article says the women debarked the Navy ship that rescued them on Monday in Okinawa, Japan. Attempts to reach the women by phone on Wednesday either went unanswered or to num numbers no longer associated with them. We don't know. And I'm not going to jump to conclusions about these two women that were rescued at sea, but it sounds like a fish story to me. At a certain point. And who cares? I mean, you know, there's there's fraudsters all over the world. Maybe they thought they could get a movie deal. It was, you know, a big happy event in, in America. Rescued by the... Will be TV movie of the week. U.S. Navy. <clears throat> on and on. It's too bad they didn't run into the Skipper and Gilligan. <laughs> get to Gilligan's Island somehow. Yeah, boy. Uh, but yeah, the the wash repeat uh, rinse, wash rinse repeat cycle of gun violence. Yeah, it's it's always too early to start talking about gun uh, gun control. And of course, we're, we're talking about an assault weapon again mm -hmm. here. Um, this is not going to solve gun violence by any stretch of the imagination. But apparently, even the uh, regulations that. Uh, were involved in this particular, uh, with this particular individual in the state of Texas, failed. 
So apparently that needs to be reevaluated. Um, but I guess we don't have to worry about sending this guy to Gitmo. Trump was going on about the death penalty following the incident in New York. Uh, the uh, which, of course, is the surest way to uh, guarantee that he not receive a death penalty by openly calling for it. Right, and that, of course, played a role in in uh, <clears throat> the sentencing of Bo, Bo Bergdahl. Uh, if you look at the facts, that was actually an argument made in the uh, military tribunal regarding his sentencing. Now, he is being punished. Make no mistake of that. Uh, interestingly, he's getting a dishonorable discharge. Well, apparently this individual uh, who was in the Air Force, who seems to have had a rather remarkable proclivity for violence, got an honorable discharge. Dishonorable discharge, Uh excuse me. Uh, Basically, that means you're kicked out of the... uh, You lose any benefits which you have accrued through service. This guy sounds like he might have served some time uh, in, in Texas. We don't know. I heard a late uh, report from a witness that grew up with this guy that said that he had gained 200 pounds in the last couple of years. So maybe we finally found that 400-pound guy on the bed that Trump was talking about at one point. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, of course, then the Russian... Uh, Unraveling continues, and, you know, NPR had a remarkable story today that shows that Trump is he's up to his eyeballs. Absolutely. No, wait, his, his hairline. Yeah. He's, it's, it's gone beyond his hairline. It's, it's past his yeah, wig. Uh, he, he may be headed towards a dishonorable discharge for himself. <laughs> uh, this is getting worse and worse, and yeah. despite Sarah Huckabee, who farted in here, Sanders... Uh, she has, there was a piece, I think it was Frank Bruni in the Times over the weekend, saying, you know, boy, she makes me miss Sean Spicer. You'd see a little glimmer of panic in Spicer's eyes, and you knew that somewhere inside was a human being who knew that what he was saying was utter BS. Exactly. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a proud shoveler of feces sandwiches. Well, and uh, well, uh, why don't people investigate Hillary? Uh, she's all caught up with the Russians. Well, <laughs> she's been investigated uh, for a number of things, but currently Manafort's been indicted and charged with a number of crimes. Looks like things are rolling in the Michael Flynn and son yeah. lunatic fringe uh, wing of, uh, well, the entire world. Papadopoulos. Uh, we yeah, got the, the Papadopoulos thing is damning. Sessions has Back in clearly trouble. perjured himself. Again. <laughs> uh, he's looking more and more like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies as he slumps down his shoulders. Yeah, and of course Trump says, I don't remember the meeting. Oh, but he's got one of the great memories of all time. Oh, yeah. Because he remembered what exactly he told that grieving widow. But, oh, I don't remember. And he, Papadopoulos, he was just some guy. Uh, well, I have a little limerick on Papadopoulos. I, I'm it's gonna, a name that just rolls right off the I'm not going to share it tonight, but it, it's got a uh, remarkable rhyming sensation with Milo Yanalopoulos. 
We'll get to that one in a couple of <laughs> couple of weeks. <laughs> Another prize pumpkin. Yeah, it's a it's a doozy, and of course, uh, you know this guy uh, Papadopoulos uh, Trump uh, was caught on tape in an interview calling him an energy and oil guy, excellent guy, excellent guy. <laughs> Part of the team. Part of the team. And his boss, by the way, Sam Clovis, uh, had to withdraw his name for a top-level Trump nomination. For which he was, by the way, grossly unqualified for yeah. to begin with. But So those, those confirmations hearings would have been interesting, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, now, of course, they won't happen because... Uh, He's involved in this whole thing. Of course. And, of course, Sessions, we've already detailed that once again, uh, he, his statements about <laughs> not remembering Russia meetings. And and here's another one from today's front page of the Times. The uh, Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross, retained investments in a shipping firm that he once controlled, has significant business ties to a Russian oligarch uh, connected to Putin's son-in-law. Didn't disclose any of this. Welcome to paradise. <laughs> I mean, no, wait a minute. Those are the paradise papers. More to come on those, by the mm -hmm. way. Uh, it's been reported, by the way, that uh, Gary Cohn and uh, <clears throat> our Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, await uh, leaking from this entity. By the way, I saw the... Uh, the uh, public discussion that they had on the Panama Papers about a year ago hmm. here at the University of Michigan uh, the journalist uh, people that were involved in the original um, Panama Papers uh, revelations about these uh, tax havens the original Panama Papers by the way involved uh, a law firm called Mossack Fonseca and the panel basically discussed how they worked together to keep this secret. We're talking about millions of documents. So this is a cooperative journalistic effort, ironically run mainly by Europeans, um, particularly the Germans. It's interesting, by the way, that now some of these sensitive leaks about the elites are coming out through German publications uh i wonder why <laughs> well we'll talk about the german trade well, deficit with america russia is too busy uh controlling a significant portion of facebook yeah well right so, anybody facebook guys are check your friends who are their friends are they from macedonia well and apparently se several of the high-tech companies <clears throat> Who, who, by the way, last week... Twitter were, is another one, yeah. ...were involved with testimony uh, in Congress about the fake ads and the revenue and... What do you mean? You don't know what a ruble is? <laughs> I mean, that, that goes down in history as one of the great. <laughs> you took a check in rubles and you don't know what it is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they cashed it at the bank. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's... It's getting stranger and stranger uh, with this whole crew. And by the way, th th these are these are the people uh, who Trump asserts uh, deserve a tax cut. Yes, and they're going to create jobs in America. And I'm kind of thinking, but wait a minute, the Paradise Papers show that in Bermuda, in the Cayman Islands, and all these other places that 
Secretary of Commerce Wilbur Ross is quite familiar with. <laughs> I've never met any of the shareholders or whatever he said. I mean, you know, what he said today in his CNBC interview is probably technically accurate. Uh, but, uh, gee, Wilbur, to quote Donald Trump, you knew what you were getting into. It's And it's only going to get worse. And what do we find out about the tax rates in the Cayman Islands and the Bermuda and these other entities, these legal offshore uh, slush funds in which there's somewhere between 3 and $36 trillion of cashola floating around in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and in the Caribbean? Uh, they pay either 0 or 5%. So cutting the corporate tax from 35 to 20% is hardly going to motivate these people, these, uh, I don't know what to charitably call them anymore, but uh, they're not pulling their weight. And you, you wonder why the United States has a $20 trillion mm-hmm, total accumulated debt situation. A uh, new chairman of the Federal Reserve appointed uh, this past week. Uh, doesn't seem to be quite as uh, hardline right-wing as one might expect. Another interesting development, just as Trump was going out of town. <laughs> he's on the job, and yet he's in Japan uh, talking about a subject he knows nothing about, trade. He was telling the Japanese uh, today and yesterday that they need to buy more cars, that, that our trade deficit with Japan... Uh, can be narrowed if they start buying more American cars. Huh? Beep boop. They've been making cars in the United States since the 1980s, dude. We don't make cars that have steering on the right side of the of the road. Yes, the Japanese, for some reason, are like the British. They want to drive on the other side of the road. Of course, they would say, well, you guys drive on the wrong right. side of the road, on and on. Um, but American manufacturing is not going to tool its vehicles to accommodate uh, Japan. And by the way, I doubt a lot of our big vehicles would even fit on many of the streets in either Japan or in Europe. That's been one of the big problems. We like big cars, baby. <laughs> we like them big. Cheap gas. Cheap gas. Cars. You know, Texas is part of that culture. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, just to correct Donald Trump on the trade deficit, because, uh, you know, Japan has been in the top three countries for decades now, every year. Uh, why do we have a trade deficit with Japan? Well, uh, does Donald Trump go shopping at the at Walmart anymore? Does he go to Best Buy? Does he go to any of these stores where they sell uh, stereos and cameras and computer equipment and all kinds of stuff apparently not he doesn't even understand why we have a trade deficit with japan it's remarkable stuff and once again the what can you say donald trump is a very ignorant man and to to publicly in a speech where the japanese are kind of going huh i thought we took care of this problem 35 years ago Yes, Mr. Trump, they make the Honda in Ohio. They make the Toyotas in Kentucky. 
in California. They make the Nissans in Tennessee. Tennessee Jed, baby. The Grateful Dead. Where you been? The German car makers are all over the South, by the way. South Carolina, Alabama. And you know, you'd think a guy that ignorant would surround himself with knowledgeable people who could present him with the facts. Yeah. So that he could enter into these sorts of uh, scenarios and and not just look like a complete moron. But either the people he surrounded himself with are so inside the industry that they're meant to regulate or so out for personal gain, or they're just not there. I mean, there's still big chunks of the State Department that have uh, not been filled. No. Um, there's a lot. I don't think we have an ambassador to India, for there, example, there, at the moment. There's, there's a pending seat at the Department of Agriculture that Mr. Clovis wasn't able to fill. So the photographs I've seen of him indicate that he's about the size of the Department of Agriculture. <laughs> what were his qualifications? He was Donald Trump's campaign chairman in Iowa. That means you know something about agriculture. Yeah, right? Iowa, they grow things there. <laughs> well... Yeah, it's 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 it's. Uh, I wish I could say it was a comedy of errors, but it it is uh, it has turned into a, beyond a farce. And by the way, if you heard a report tonight on NPR about Donald Trump and connections to Russian mafia, you know where the Mueller investigation is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mueller's not going to back down. Well, and this this uh, argument that keeps coming from. Trump and his uh, mouthpieces, uh, if they go into my personal finances, they've crossed a line. Dude, once criminal investigations get underway, any criminality that they uncover is uncovered. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, we're just looking explicitly, specifically at Russia-related stuff. You think they're not looking at his taxes? They're going to have to look at his taxes. Well, and they might get some assistance from... (laughs) The Paradise Papers. Welcome to Paradise, baby. <laughs> I mean, let's remember, by the way, that the Panama Papers, that it, they, the release of those actually played a big role in why Brexit happened. Because David Cameron... Uh-huh. Uh, oh, oops. Whoops. The Queen of England seems to have her, her uh, stock fund in uh, Bermuda, uh, making a little extra cash for the uh, crumpets and the cucumber sandwiches and all those... <laughs> doilies puffins <laughs> that are all over great britain sovereignty it's all about sovereignty well you know cameron by the way uh, was the prime minister of great britain really a kind of a <laughs> sensible guy but he was the one that called for the referendum <laughs> and if you'll notice britain is dragging its feet on the brexit buyer's remorse still hasn't happened it's still under negotiation. Meanwhile, the parliament in Britain, it's collapsing for other reasons connected to the Harvey Weinstein situation. We don't need to go there tonight. There's too many other things to talk about. Well, one of which is... But this has gone international. The uh, Where is the Republican Party? I mean, they have drunk so much Trump Kool-Aid that some are scared to puke it back up. Yeah. 
And uh, there's a serious crisis there. Lindsey Graham is now uh, suddenly best pals with Trump. Uh, or is that just an act, a facade to be like, well, I'm going to play this role so that I can try and salvage some scrap of decency at some point down the line for this party, which has allowed this lunatic fringe to completely take over? Well, and he's in a bad political situation because he uh, represents South Carolina and he's has, you know, he, he can get outed, ousted by right wing uh, attacks uh, against him in, in the primary. Uh, he's always significantly, by the way, dr uh, if you look at voting results, done significantly worse than either Nikki Haley or uh, Tim Scott, uh, the other senator from from South Carolina, who, by the way, reported replaced Jim Dement. Uh, I don't know if you remember him, but <laughs> he had the distinction of being the most right wing member of the U.S. Senate. Uh, well, it's like there's a contest among the Bannon fringe of the party. Yeah. Uh, who can be the biggest fascist to get elected? Bannon-esque. And speaking of elections, do vote tomorrow. We got local elections, city council elections. Uh, maybe if you live in the Detroit area or Flint or listen to, to us online, you may have um, contests in your region that are even more important. I wouldn't put too much uh, focus, by the way, on either the governor's race in New Jersey or Virginia. These are pretty minor events. These are not going to portend any trends and are not going to mean anything. Watch for the spin after the results come in. But it's pretty clear the Democrats are going to win New Jersey pretty easily. And uh, Virginia, it's too close to call. But that's a state where the governor is only in there for one term, and then they flip to a, another governor. So it's a weak governor state. And it doesn't indicate anything, in my opinion. Don't believe the pundits on that one. Yeah, just a, again a reminder, don't forget to vote uh, tomorrow in your local elections. Uh, Indeed. Vote for people who care about your city. And uh, we'd like to thank Tex Mannheim for pinch-hitting this evening here on Gray Matters. Do stay tuned here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Yazoo City Calling coming up next. Bing Crosby, wrap your troubles and dreams, take four. <laughs> Castles may tumble, that's made after all. Life's really funny that way. Sang the wrong melody, we'll play it back. See what it sounds like, hey, hey. They cut out eight bars, the dirty bastard. I didn't know which eight bars he was gonna cut. Why don't somebody tell me these things around here? Holy Christ, I'm going off my nuts. <clears throat> uh, the last bastion of freeform. WCBN FM and Ava. Sounds like a bunch of left-wing hippies to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, that mic is on. The mic's on. Oh, my God. Turn off the microphone. Maybe you've heard of the M Detroit Center Connector, the free shuttle service between Ann Arbor and Detroit that's open to University of Michigan students, faculty, staff, and their guests. 
But now it's even easier to explore the rich culture, historic architecture, and truly unique experiences that await you in Detroit. With the addition of Wednesday service, improved reservation system, and curbside boarding assistance, it's never been easier to visit Detroit. Reserve your seat today at ridemdcc.umich.edu.